I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. My very dearest Algie, how can I begin to thank you for your charming Christmas gift? What luxury! My very own pear tree, and with that dear little pheasant in it. Or is it supposed to be a partridge? You really are a foolish boy. Thank you, my darling. All my love forever. Your ownest, affectionate Cynthia. My dearest Algie, you are quite impossible, my love. The turtle doves are adorable. They are already cooing away like anything. And I must say, their amorous behavior leaves very little to the imagination. But I expect they will settle down in time. Thank you, my sweeting. Affectionately yours, Cynthia. P.S. I almost forgot to thank you for the second partridge and pear tree thing. It balances up the other side of the fireplace so nicely. <laughs> Dearest Algernon, you know, Poppet, you are simply going too, too far. Your latest gift has just been delivered. What an imaginative boy you are to think of sending me something as unusual as three French hens. I'm only sorry that I hadn't told you that I am allergic to eggs. Much love, Cynthia. Dear Algernon, your four collie birds have just arrived and could, more aptly, be described as collie birds, since that is what they seem to do best. I can honestly say, Algernon, that I had always thought birds were rather pleasant little creatures, until you gave me this opportunity of observing them at such close quarters. Love, Cynthia. P.S. I do hope you got a reasonable discount on all the pear trees. Algernon. Thank you for your latest gift of five curtain rings. A somewhat curious present, but nevertheless a refreshing change from all those very pretty but somewhat noisy birds you will keep sending me. I doubt if I should have bought so large a turkey for Christmas had I known what you had in mind. Could we 
ease up a bit on the foul, do you think? Cordially, Cynthia. and Fotherington Smythe. I see we are back with the birds again. Your six geese laying have just arrived and are happily doing so for all they're worth. I rather thought I'd mention to you how it was with me and eggs. Thank you for putting me right about the curtain rings. I never could tell the difference between brass and gold. Of course, I am very pleased that you should have thought of sending me another five, just so that I have one for every finger. But as I now have more hens, doves, and partridges than I rightly know how to cope with, and as they aren't too fussy about personal hygiene, I seldom seem to have my hands out of a bucket of water long enough to try them on. Yours, Cynthia B. Dear Mr. Fotherington Smythe, I have just succeeded in accommodating your seven swans a-swimming in my bath, which was no mean achievement when one considers the number of pear trees on the landing. I must now ask you to desist from sending me any more of these well-intentioned but slightly impracticable gifts. Cynthia Bracegirdle. P.S. I hadn't realized just how messy molting partridges can be, or how badly they seem to get on in captivity with other birds. Fotherington Smythe. Fresh milk is one thing. Eight enormous Frisians in the drawing room is something else altogether. True, the milkmaids have a certain rustic charm, but you wouldn't believe how much they eat. You may also care to note that my bath has only so much room in it for swans with a seemingly insatiable urge to be a-swimming, and it will definitely not hold 14 of them. Take that from one who has tried. Please call a halt to this absurd behavior. Miss Cynthia Bracegirdle.
Mr. Smythe. Thanks to your weird sense of humor, my house is now in utter chaos. As if it wasn't bad enough having 16 cows producing milk by the gallon, we now have nine ladies, as you amusingly call them, dancing here, there, and everywhere. One of whom seems to be working out a somewhat extraordinary routine involving several doves and a goose. The most charitable view I can take of your actions is that you are out of your tiny mind. Enough's enough. Pack it in. Miss C. Bracegirdle. P.S. Fortunately, one of the partridges has just drowned itself in a bucket of milk. generosity has apparently now led you to suppose that I could find some use for ten lords a-leaping. They might lend a hand with cleaning up all the rancid milk and bird lime if they could only stop leaping around after the dancing girls for five minutes. I understand the entire neighborhood is now up in arms about it all, and the recent outbreaks of crop blight, fowl pest, and foot and mouth disease have now reached epidemic proportions, and if the antics I witness behind the pear trees this afternoon are anything to go by, several of the milkmaids should soon find themselves in what polite society calls an interesting condition. For your information, I have now reached the end of my tether which is more than can be said for those damn cows of yours. See Bracegirdle, miss. idea what 11 pipers piping sounds like at two o'clock in the morning? Of course, it only adds very slightly to the hideous cacophony of noise that I must now daily endure. I swear, there's more mooing, cooing, honking, clucking and calling here than the zoological gardens. If there are any room left, I might seriously consider opening the place to the public. My landlord has taken out an eviction order against me as he claims, somewhat surprisingly, that the terms of my lease do not cover utilization of the premises as a menagerie, dancing school, small holding, or annex of the House of Lords. C.B. P.S. 
please be advised that all future correspondence between us will be handled by my solicitors, Messrs. Graball, Twister and Fleesom. Star and Fleesum, Chancy Chambers, Suet under writ, off the Eastbourne Road, Sussex. Dear Mr. Smith, re Miss Cynthia Bracegirdle, deceased. We are the executors of the estate of the above named deceased and are writing to acknowledge receipt of your recent delivery of twelve drummers drumming. You will no doubt be distressed to learn that shortly after the arrival of these gentlemen, our client, in what must be described as a somewhat deranged state of mind, travelled to Eastbourne and threw herself off the top of Beachy Head. Before taking this step, however, she left instructions with ourselves for the adding of a codicil to her last will and testament, under which you become her sole beneficiary and legatee. I am therefore arranging for the following items to be delivered to you later this day. Twelve drummers drumming, twenty-two pipers piping, Thirty lords are leaping, thirty-six ladies dancing, forty maids are milking, forty-two swans are swimming, forty-two geese are laying, forty gold rings, thirty-six collie birds, thirty French hens, twenty-two turtle doves, and eleven partridges with twelve accompanying pear trees. With our sincere congratulations on your inheritance and assuring you of our best attention at all times, yours faithfully, Grabol, Twister, and Fleeso. summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall, quiet place to rest your head, safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. 
the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.